0: Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know, straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the City of Stillwater at Stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Public Relations. Today is January 29th, uh, 2019. My co-host is Jasmine Siebert, Video Specialist for
1: the City of Stillwater. How are you doing today, Jasmine? I am good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. A little cold this morning. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. But I heard that it's going to be like 60s or 70s this I know. This it's like uh, so 17 this morning and we'll get up to 60. <laughs> I can live with that. Uh, today, so we're going to have um, our guest is Waste Management Director Chris Knight and he will be talking to us. His department is actually um, Waste Management, like I said, but first we're going to talk about a little bit of just Waste Management facts. Okay. And the first one we have, and all these are really interesting because if you think about we have um, in this city, what, a little less than 50,000 residents. So put that into perspective when we talk about these numbers. The city disposes of 1,500 tons of trash a month between our residential and commercial programs that's a lot (laughs) that is really a lot Uh, and then if you think about there's someone who has to pick that up we actually have employees who pick up right there's a process to move that you don't think about that um and the city takes 200 tons of recyclables a month to the processor we have 14,225 trash carts in the field we have 9,430 recycling carts in the field we have 2,600 glass totes in the field and then we collect 40 to 90 tons of yard waste a month depending on the time of year. So, wow, it sounds like the Waste Management Department is really busy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Definitely. Um, Yeah, so, uh, but that is one of the basic functions that a a local government can
1: do for its residents. Exactly, and I think they do it really well. (laughs) Okay, Um,
0: so thanks, Jasmine. Um, Chris, welcome to FYI Stillwater.
2: Hi Sherry. Thanks for having I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. All
0: right. Uh, Before we get started we'd like to loosen up with a lightning round of lightning round of questions. Uh, So we're going to ask you some random but revealing questions. Are you ready?
2: I am (laughs) ready.
1: The first one. What's your favorite 1980s rock song?
2: Look What the Cat Dragged In by Poison.
1: (laughs) I like that you knew it off the top (laughs) of your head
2: i'm a big poison fan i love brett michaels
1: so your department isn't your office isn't housed in city hall and you have to come here i see you a lot for meetings what are you listening to on the radio while you're driving back and forth um are you just thinking about your meeting
2: (laughs) sometimes i'm just listening to old old country or i'm listening to the 80s rock band channel
1: so 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 you're just old school
2: i'm old school yes (laughs) I'm, i'm definitely old school
0: so in the 80s, during the uh, hairband thing, did you have a little bit more volume going on with your hair? Did you go down that road?
2: No, I never had a lot of volume. I, my hair is just not made for that, mm, you know, so it gotcha. never would do it. Or I would have. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> He appreciated it. Uh, okay, it's your birthday. What dessert is on the table?
2: Oh, definitely lemon meringue pie. Oh, wow. That's pie. my favorite.
1: For a birthday. Awesome. What month is your birthday? Is it like a pie type time of year?
2: it's in july okay so
1: lemon would probably be nice on a hot day so your mom would do the the meringue so this is like something
0: well that, that she did special for you
2: no i kind of came into the lemon ring pie kind of later part <laughs> of my life i, I just okay. start, started acquiring a taste for it but uh i love lemon meringue pie
1: I feel like they always have that on buffet menus, yeah. like at Furs or Golden Cray.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> people, you know, they have, they're very specific on the meringue. Because, you know, if it doesn't get some height to it, you probably haven't done it right. Have you ever what? made one before? I have not. I, meringue is just outside of my <laughs> skill set.
2: I have assisted, you know, and uh, everyone tries to make me a lemon meringue pie because I'm real picky about it. But mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, Walmart has the best lemon meringue pie I've ever had. They
1: surprise you sometimes. They do have some good stuff. Okay, let's get into the real stuff real quick. Let me go ahead and flip and see where we're at. All right, Sherry, you want to start this interview off?
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, first, I'm kind of curious about how people end up in the career that, they, um, that they're that they in. So how long have you been at the city?
2: I've been at the city 26 years. And
0: how long have you been a waste management uh, specialist?
2: Ten years now. Ten years. Ten years.
0: And uh, I think a lot of people don't really realize that how professional and that, you know, this is a a professional job that people are doing, you know, picking up trash and recycling. Uh, It's probably changed a lot over since you became the director.
2: Uh, Yeah, we've came a long ways, you know, and um, our goal was to to become more professional and just... uh, so that the citizens could be proud of just you know their service.
0: So kind of part of waste management you've got a fleet to take care of you've got customer service you've got to move uh, like a lot of uh, material from one place
2: to another. Uh, There's a lot that takes place you know every morning you got to have a certain amount of people and a certain amount of trucks to be able to perform the service and the service has to happen every day. I don't know if people ever take the time to think for a second if (laughs) it wasn't collected one day what the city would look like
0: and it's and it's high tech cuz you even have computers that are running routes and
2: yeah it, it's came a long way software as for as routes the trucks are more have more technology in them than they used to it, it's just it's definitely a more uh, technological so in addition
0: world. to collecting trash we also added the component of recycling because the residents had indicated they wanted a recycling uh, program here at this city
2: yeah, we added recycling, a curbside recycling program, probably a little over six years ago. Um, the, there was a large amount of the citizens of Stillwater wanted to recycle, so we started a recycling program.
0: So, how's that gone?
2: Um, it's it, it's went good, and you be honest with you, it's kind of went bad. You know, like three years ago, we, we kind of uh, we found out by a third party audit that we had a high contamination rate.
0: So, uh, okay, so what is contamination?
2: Contamination is anything that's not accepted in your recycling program. If it's not accepted, then it is contamination if it finds its way into your recycling cart.
0: So how do we uh, decide what, what's acceptable?
2: Well, we started out, we were taking everything, and we had to revamp that just by the markets.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so we decide, we work with the, the service that says we can recycle these items. We can recycle glass, we can recycle plastics, right. but only certain plastics.
2: Correct. You know, the processor that we contract with is going to dictate what's accepted in our program, and that's dictated by the markets.
0: Okay, so you said that we had a, uh, about three years ago, we needed to make an adjustment. What, what did you mean by that?
2: Well, we needed to lower our contamination levels, so we we created a position, a recycling auditor, and the auditor goes around looking in all the recycling carts to, just to see if there's anything in uh, the cart that's not accepted in the program.
1: Can you give me a description of this man in case he's out digging in my cart? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you can keep well, going. <laughs> he'll,
2: he'll have a City of Stillwater uniform okay. on, and uh, if there's anything found in your cart that's not supposed to be in there, he'll leave a, leave a tag on there letting you know what was in there that's not supposed to be in there. Or if everything was good with your cart, he'll leave a, a tag that says, you did a great job. Okay,
0: okay. So, um, so you said we kind of had to make an adjustment, so we hired a position. So, so there was a lot of things that were that we, was not acceptable in the cart. We added a position. He goes around and checks it. So where are we today on levels of contamination?
2: Well, the last two audits, since the initial audit, we've lowered it almost, you know, 18, 20 percent. Wow. So we're we're doing a lot better. We have another audit coming up in February, so we'll see where we're at.
1: So can we talk about what happens when, and I only know because I've ridden around with a couple of the um, waste management guys, but I don't think a lot of people realize, one, that the recycling is hand-sorted, and I don't even think, does our processor even have a conveyor belt, or are they just – pouring out the trash and they're sifting through it. How does that work when it gets there? And then also talk about when they find unacceptable items, what happens then? Does, do they throw it away for us? Do we come get it? What happens?
2: Our processor that uh, we utilize does not have a conveyor belt system. So they okay. do hand sort it. So we take our recyclables there, dump it, and then they have to go through it, uh, sift out all the good recyclables that's acceptable in the program, and then anything that's not, put it in another pile by our contract anything that's in the recycling that's not accepted they will put that in the container and then the city still water has to pay to haul. we have to haul that off at our cost
1: okay
0: so that's part of the reason that we're really interested in making sure that the recyclables are actually recyclable because right. we because we because we've already collected it once correct and then we have to take it to we have to pay to take it to the uh, uh, landfill
2: the last time they have yeah. to spend sorting it and the less items we have to come haul off it's going to be a less cost for the program.
0: Now now I have been seeing in the news where they talk about you know China's not accepting as many uh, plastics and so it's not always just what, what's going on in here in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. There's other uh, markets affecting how much plastic and glass and stuff that's being affected and that I guess has a uh, Kind of a trickle down effect for
2: us. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that China, China was a big big player in the recyclables for the United States and being shipped over there, and they kind of tightened up what they accept now. So it's really a, affected the whole the whole market here in the United States and including Stillwater. Including Stillwater, we're in that, and so that's kind of why everyone's kind of tightened up everything and trying to reduce the amount of contamination more than what they were before. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so we've talked a lot about um, a plastic. What about a cardboard? Is is that still um, like a, a like we really want the cardboard out of the landfill?
2: Oh yeah, I mean the cardboard is one of your more valuable recyclables. It's the market for cardboard is not what it used to be, but it's still one of your higher ones. So we definitely need that cardboard. That's only going to help our recycling program uh, be sustainable. And there's so much cardboard in Stillwater alone that we see that's just being thrown away and going to the landfill where we could take that and our processor could make money off that, which could help reduce our costs.
1: My first thought goes to, I used to live uh, in apartments, and then there was a shopping center in front of me. And if I would drive behind there, all the cardboard I see from these businesses. So I think not just me getting my little Amazon packages or something at home, but all the businesses in Stillwater that we could be getting those Card that cardboard from so is that something that the city actively like pursues getting the cardboard from those businesses
2: oh yes uh, definitely we uh, we have a commercial cardboard program okay. and uh we we try to get around to, to as much as the many as the commercial businesses as possible to let them know that we'll we'll take their cardboard and we'll we'll, we'll collect it for free there's no charge for it and it's just trying to get the commercial businesses to not put it in their trash dumpster. Let us know and we'll bring you a, a container that you can put it in.
0: So how many businesses uh, have converted, have are, are recycling the cardboard with us?
2: We have uh, approximately about 60 commercial businesses that are well, in the program right yeah. now.
0: So we just need to get the word out. Yes, <laughs>
2: yeah. get the word out. All
1: right, and you gotta think about, if you see, especially if you have somebody not breaking down their cardboard boxes and they're putting in their trash cart, and then they're like, "Our trash carts full? Well, if you get a recycling cart for your cardboard, mm-hmm. you can fill more in your trash cart. Yeah, you're so probably not
0: creating as much
1: trash yeah, as you think right. you are because it's a lot of cardboard. So I think a part well, of program to get you to pick it up for
2: free would be great. Well, we see it a lot on the commercial side where someone's trash dumpster that they're paying for mm-hmm. will be full of unbroken-down cardboard. cardboard boxes, which is just taking up a lot of space. Yeah. And they could possibly lower their trash costs if they would just remove the cardboard from the stream. Yeah,
1: I think that's a good Mm -hmm. message to get out.
0: Yeah, we need to get that out there, don't we? Uh, So what else about trash and recycling that we haven't asked you that you think is interesting or you would like to share?
2: Uh, It's just, you know, we have a lot of people ask about our glass Mm -hmm. program, Mm -hmm. and we do offer a, a separate glass collection program. And we do ask that if you are going to recycle glass to use our glass recycling program. The totes ask for a, a tote and not put it in your recycling cart because that, even though it's a recyclable item, does contaminate that recycling yeah, load. If
0: they're sorting by hand to have all that glass in theres probably right. not good. It, yeah, it, yeah.
2: It, just a little bit of glass can contaminate the whole load.
0: You know, um, one thing that we hear a lot about, uh, we get the question constantly: Is holiday collection? Because I guess every city has a different uh, pattern to how they pick up. Uh, like if there's a holiday, it's like, are people working? Is someone going to pick mm-hmm. up? And every city does that a little bit differently. Um, and, and every they have a really transient community, too yeah. So and so you know. there's always right. got new people coming in. Mm-hmm. My last community did this. Um, could you explain how, what the city's uh, policy is on? on holidays whenever in residential collection
2: yeah and that was a good point that every city does do it differently and the city of stillwater we decided when we started you know our automated trash system is just to collect on the holidays so every holiday no matter if it's christmas new year's we collect Um, we never stop we find it's uh, beneficial for the citizens the less they have to you know change
0: their habits change their
2: habits think about and uh, so we collect on every holiday we never we never stop and i to my knowledge we're we are rare across oklahoma anyway that we're probably the only city who does it that way
0: and um, you were telling me once that you actually kind of the reason that because people you know they tell time by the time the truck comes by but you actually do recycling first on the holidays and yes. trash so making sure your cart's out just at 6 a.m is the best way to get that collected right
2: just we do have to change it up on the holidays due to the, our landfill is closed uh-huh. mm. so we our recycling processor will be open, so we'll do recycling first on holidays and then do do the trash because we'll have to keep the trash on the truck until the landfill's open the next oh. day, uh, so we reverse it from on holidays f- from what we normally do it. but yes, so that's why it's a different time, and that correct fewer people are putting their trash out so
0: that the trucks can go through the route faster
2: correct on holidays yeah. a lot of holidays we do go through them faster because they're not out but like you said you know the rule of thumb is have it out at 6 a.m yeah. and and you'll be collected
1: all right that's really interesting i didn't even know that, that they collected so the trash just sits there overnight so that seems like wow the city's going above and beyond to yeah pick and then, up then, that. then you got to, to you
0: got to get rid of the trash the next collection day and yeah. then get on the road again to right pick back. up right because yeah. you
2: know you exactly right i mean you can't not pick it up one day because you got tomorrows to worry about so you gotta you gotta keep going yeah.
0: well uh thank you so much for giving us all this information mm-hmm. uh, the recycling i mean it 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 requires a lot of uh logistics and thinking and uh paying attention to you know what you can actually do with recycling that is outside of our control
2: Right, yeah exactly you know and i would like to say to everyone's uh, Stillwater we do a great job at recycling you know mm-hmm. i visit with a lot of cities and uh, we're really doing a pretty good job we got a, a long ways to go to to get to little to no contamination but we do a good job
0: excellent Well,
1: good job citizens <laughs> all
0: right yay uh thank you we'll probably Chris. have you back again so you can um talk about other uh issues we didn't get to yard waste safety. and yeah there's a lot of A lot of things that, you know, it's a a big topic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'll come back anytime.
0: All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. So let's move on to the mailbox. Uh, The city receives questions in a lot of ways, including email, social media, even phone calls. So our first question today, Jasmine, uh, I think it was on Facebook. Matt asked about the Cowboys Shuffle, which is that pedestrian crosswalk timing at University and Hall of Fame. Uh, So he wanted to know... um, Why we can't alter the hours when the students aren't using the crosswalk as much?
1: Well, that's a great question, Matt. Um, The idea for Cowboy Shuffle, it actually came after the university, the Student Government Association um, requested the city to add more crosswalks along University Avenue, and I personally wish they had this whenever I was in school because that's a really busy crosswalk. It is a busy crosswalk.
0: At certain
1: times, it can be even busier than others. Yeah, like when they're going to class, noon mm-hmm.
0: you know three o'clock those are really busy times.
1: So what the city did um, they researched a little bit and they researched exclusive pedestrian phases and the city proposed implementing one at the intersection instead of adding more crosswalks to spots laughing lacking traffic signals to protect them um, and then in regards to Matt's question about the timing changed uh, we reached out to our transportation and storm water services director Monty Carnes and um this is what he had to say so I wanted to get his words right I have this quote here he said we appreciate the concern matt has however we believe having different timing sequences for pedestrians would create confusion for the pedestrians resulting in pedestrians crossing diagonally when it would be unsafe to do so and i think that makes a lot of yeah. sense because there are they're already only here for a certain bit of mm-hmm. time and that you know that area is used specifically or like highly by students mm-hmm. and so to try to add Only during this time walk this way and just keeping it one way is, um, I think, a really good idea.
0: So for those who have not been to that intersection, when so at the intersection of the University and Hall of Fame, when the lights, all lights go red at the same time. Mm-hmm. So no cars are moving. So the the students, whether they're on their bicycles or walking mm-hmm. or whatever, they can actually cross however they want to. Like out in the middle of the intersection, then go diagonally from one corner to the other. And, and so all the lights have stopped at the same time. And they don't
1: have to worry about um, cars making right turns on red, yeah. too, because that's illegal at that mm-hmm. intersection so students can continue to yeah. cross and don't have to look out for that.
0: Okay that is a really good explanation of what's going on there. Uh, question number two Jasmine. Uh, we've had several people stop by City Hall and ask about reporting their use tax on, in, on their income tax. Uh, we've had a big push on trying to explain what use tax is and now people are starting it's like oh it's tax time what is that use tax that you've been talking about can you of give us an explanation of what
1: use tax is and how to report it Yes, I will try. Here we go. So I, I think that's a very good question, another one, and a very important question, especially when we live in a city that functions using a budget that is so, um, I guess, a huge percentage is made on yeah. sales tax.
0: Yeah, cities in Oklahoma rely on sales tax, absolutely.
1: So what that is, every state with a sales tax has a companion tax for purchases made outside the state. And in Oklahoma, that is called use tax. And so a little bit of explanation of that is if you've purchased items for use in Oklahoma from retailers who don't collect Oklahoma sales tax, whether by um, mail order or television shopping networks or radio, Internet, phone, any of those ways, and you didn't get charged Oklahoma um, tax on it, you owe Oklahoma use tax on those items. And um, fun thing, you can pay that by reporting it on your income tax when you're filing your taxes. There'll be a little section on there to ask for use tax. And we have on our website, some ways and let's say you didn't go the whole year collecting all your receipts there are some estimate there are some estimators on the um state website that help you figure out what you may owe on use tax and um i think our uh, chief financial officer i talked to her about use tax before and she gave me um one of the tips was to start collecting your receipts Mm -hmm. keep them you know in a file folder of times that you didn't get charged um, Oklahoma sales tax so you don't have to worry about at the end of the year trying to estimate and you may pay over or under um, to just kind of get ahead of it. But again, if you didn't do that, you can go online and try to figure out some ways to report correctly.
0: Yeah. So uh, use tax is important. It is required Mm -hmm. uh, for you to pay it. So, um, you know, just get your talk to your accountant if you're not uh, sure of what to do there correct
1: and more information i um on that it's stillwater.org forward slash budget and on there we have city tax collection information so i know a lot of people are starting to file that if you want to go into our website we have stuff to help you out as well awesome well thank you so much for uh, researching those questions for us keep the questions coming in
0: yeah. uh, anyway that's the end of our podcast thank you for listening to fyi stillwater If you have a question for City Hall, email news at stillwater.org, and in the next podcast, we'll answer a few of them. FYI, Stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you enjoy your podcast.